0: Section forty six of the Golden Treasury of the Best Songs and Lyrical Pieces in the English Language. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bruce Peary. The Golden Treasury selected by Francis T. Palgrave. Section forty six. Two hundred and fifty the reaper behold her single in the field yon solitary highland lass reaping and singing by herself stop here or gently pass alone she cuts and binds the grain and sings a melancholy strain oh listen for the vale profound is overflowing with the sound no nightingale did ever chaunt more welcome notes to weary bands of travellers in some shady haunt among arabian sands no sweeter voice was ever heard in springtime from the cuckoo bird breaking the silence of the seas among the farthest hebrides will no one tell me what she sings perhaps the plaintive numbers flow for old unhappy far-off things and battles long ago or is it some more humble lay familiar matter of to-day some natural sorrow loss or pain that has been and may be again whate'er the theme the maiden sang as if her song could have no ending i saw her singing at her work and o'er the sickle bending i listened till i had my fill and as i mounted up the hill the music in my heart i bore long after it was heard no more w wordsworth Two hundred and fifty-one, the reverie of poor susan at the corner of wood street when daylight appears hangs a thrush that sings loud it has sung for three years poor susan has passed by the spot and has heard in the silence of morning the song of the bird tis a note of enchantment what ails her she sees a mountain ascending a vision of trees bright volumes of vapour through lothbury glide and a river flows on through the vale of cheapside green pastures she views in the midst of the dale down which she so often has tripped with her pail and a single small cottage a nest like a dove's the one only dwelling on earth that she loves she looks and her heart is in heaven but they fade the mist and the river the hill and the shade the stream will not flow, and the hill will not rise, And the colours have all passed away from her eyes. W. Wordsworth 252. To a lady with a guitar Ariel to Miranda Take this slave of music for the sake of him who is the slave of thee, And teach it all the harmony In which thou canst, and only thou, Make the delighted spirit glow, Till joy denies itself again, And, too intense, is turned to pain. For by permission and command Of thine own Prince Ferdinand, Poor Ariel sends this silent token Of more than ever can be spoken your guardian spirit ariel who from life to life must still pursue your happiness for thus alone can ariel ever find his own from prospero's enchanted cell as the mighty verses tell to the throne of naples he lit you o'er the trackless sea flitting on your prow before like a living meteor when you die the silent moon in her interlunar swoon is not sadder in her cell than deserted ariel when you live again on earth like an unseen star of birth ariel guides you o'er the sea of life from your nativity many changes have been run since ferdinand and you begun your course of love and ariel still has tracked your steps and served your will now in humbler happier lot this is all remembered not and now alas the poor sprite is imprisoned for some fault of his in a body like a grave from you he only dares to crave for his service and his sorrow a smile to-day a song to-morrow the artist who this viol wrought to echo all harmonious thought felled a tree while on the steep the woods were in their winter sleep rocked in that repose divine on the wind-swept apennine and dreaming some of autumn past and some of spring approaching fast and some of april buds and showers and some of songs in july bowers and all of love and so this tree oh, that such our death may be died in sleep and felt no pain to live in happier form again from which beneath heaven's fairest star the artist wrought this loved guitar and taught it justly to reply to all who question skilfully in language gentle as thine own whispering in enamoured tone sweet oracles of woods and dells and summer winds in sylvan cells for it had learnt all harmonies of the plains and of the skies of the forest and the mountains and the many-voiced fountains the clearest echoes of the hills the softest notes of falling rills the melodies of birds and bees the murmuring of summer seas and pattering rain and breathing dew and airs of evening and it knew that seldom heard mysterious sound which driven on its diurnal round as it floats through boundless day our world enkindles on its way all this it knows but will not tell to those who cannot question well the spirit that inhabits it. It talks according to the wit of its companions, and no more is heard than has been felt before by those who tempt it to betray these secrets of an elder day. But sweetly as its answers will flatter hands of perfect skill, it keeps its highest, holiest tone for one beloved friend alone. T. B. Shelley. Two hundred and fifty three. The Daffodils. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high o'er vales and hills, When all at once I saw a crowd, A host of golden daffodils, Beside the lake, beneath the trees, Fluttering and dancing in the breeze continuous as the stars that shine and twinkle on the milky way they stretched in never-ending line along the margin of a bay ten thousand saw i at a glance tossing their heads in sprightly dance the waves beside them danced but they outdid the sparkling waves in glee a poet could not but be gay in such a jocund company I gazed and gazed, but little thought what wealth the show to me had brought. For oft, when on my couch I lie, in vacant or in pensive mood, they flash upon that inward eye, which is the bliss of solitude, and then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils. W. Wordsworth. Two hundred fifty-four, to the daisy with little here to do or see of things that in the great world be sweet daisy oft i talk to thee for thou art worthy thou unassuming commonplace of nature with that homely face and yet with something of a grace which love makes for thee Oft on the dappled turf at ease I sit and play with similes, Loose types of things through all degrees, Thoughts of thy raising, And many a fond and idle name I give to thee for praise or blame, As is the humour of the game, While I am gazing. A nun demure of lowly port, Or sprightly maiden of love's court, In thy simplicity the sport of all temptations a queen in crown of rubies dressed a starveling in a scanty vest are all as seem to suit thee best thy appellations a little cyclops with one eye staring to threaten and defy that thought comes next and instantly the freak is over the shape will vanish and behold a silver shield with boss of gold that spreads itself some fairy bold in fight to cover i see thee glittering from afar and then thou art a pretty star not quite so fair as many are in heaven above thee yet like a star with glittering crest, self-poised in air thou seem'st to rest may peace come never to his nest who shall reprove thee sweet flower for by that name at last when all my reveries are past i call thee and to that cleave fast sweet silent creature that breathest with me in sun and air do thou as thou art wont repair my heart with gladness and a share of thy meek nature w wordsworth two hundred fifty five ode to autumn season of mists and mellow fruitfulness close bosom friend of the maturing sun conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the thatch eaves run to bend with apples the mossed cottage trees and fill all fruit with ripeness to the core to swell the gourd and plump the hazel shells with a sweet kernel to set budding more and still more later flowers for the bees until they think warm days will never cease for summer has o'erbrimmed their clammy cells who hath not seen thee oft amid thy store sometimes whoever seeks abroad may find thee sitting careless on a granary floor thy hair soft lifted by the winnowing wind or on a half-reaped furrow sound asleep drowsed with the fume of poppies while thy hook spares the next swath and all its twined flowers and sometime like a gleaner thou dost keep steady thy laden head across a brook or by a cider-press with patient look thou watchest the last oozings hours by hours where are the songs of spring ay where are they think not of them thou hast thy music too while borrowed clouds bloom the soft dying day and touch the stubble plains with rosy hue then in a wailful choir the small gnats mourn among the river's sallows borne aloft or sinking as the light wind lives or dies and full-grown lambs loud bleat from hilly born hedge crickets sing and now with treble soft the red breast whistles from a garden croft and gathering swallows twitter in the skies J. Keats. End of section forty six.